Baruch Hashem, Mishneh Torah, the Rambam, Hilchis Tumas Tzaras, Peik Shi, the ninth Peik. Till now, in the first eight program, the Rambam gave us so many details of what a Nega is, what a Beheris is, what the Simoni Tumar, what the Shiurim are, what a Nesek is, what a Shchin, what a Michveh, all the different details. In Peik Test, the Rambam is telling you the facilitation when. When, when does a person become impure with Tzaras? When does he become pure? The actual action. Maise Bepoyal. Because I know what we do. Halacha Aleph. Number one. Hakul Mistanah B'Negoyim. Everyone can become Tomei with Negoyim, with Tzaras. Afilu Koten Ben Yoimoy. Even a child who is a day old if he has saras, can also the, the become tommy. Avodim and avodim knanim, slaves, which are on their way to becoming Jewish. They were born not Jewish, and they were bought as an evet kenani, and they're not full-fledged yidin, but they are mechuyiv in certain mitzvahs. They as well can become tommy with saras, because they do have certain... Uh, they're, not, they're not goyim, they're not... Uh, non-Jews, but they're not totally, fully gerim. However, not non-Jews, and not a ger toishav. They cannot become a mitzvah. What is a ger toishav? Is a non-Jew who accepted upon himself the seven mitzvahs, B'nai Noyach, he's not going to worship idols. And he is permitted to live amongst us in Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, he's called a Ger Toishav, a citizen. However, he's not a Ger Tzedek, he's not a, he's not a Yid. So they cannot become impure with Tzaras. It's specifically by a Yid. And all Koyanim are kosher to see the Negoyim and to pask in the Dine Negoyim, even a Koyin that's not Baki in the dinim of Negoyim can see the Nega. And uh, the Chacham tells him to be Metam, he'll be Metam. All Negoyim, a person can see except his own Nega. This is a very, this is taken in the, in the, uh, in the Musar. They say in the Musar, they quote this a lot. All negativity, all faults of other people, a person sees, except his own faults. And they, you know. Even though everyone is kosher. To see negoyim, to, 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 to inspect negoyim, means even a non-koyim can inspect negoyim, hatumah v'hatara tzluyeh b'koyim. However, the purity and the impurity, that all depends on the Koyen. As we know in the Kodesichetz Chedek Chavzayin, the Rebbe explains the reason why it's all dependent on the Koyen. The Koyen Isha Chesed. The Koyen, since he's a Isha Chesed, he won't run to him and somebody. Ketzad, Koyen Sheni Yedeh a Koyen that does not know to inspect the nega. He does not know if it's Tomei or if it's Tohor. 
So the Chacham, the one who does know, the expert, he inspects, and he says to the Koyin, say Tomei, the Hakoyin says Tomei, say quarantine him, and the Koyin quarantines him. It says, according to them. Their, their mouth, according to their utterance, the coins. Every, every disagreement, every argument, and every nega shall all be decided according to them. Even if the coin was a minor, even if he was not mentally competent, Chacham tells him what the din is. And he says, either the guy is Tomei, or the guy is to be quarantined, or he is Tar. When, when does this apply that any coin can see the nega, even a shaiter, a cotton, that's when he's relying not in his own competence, but he's relying on the expertism of the chacham. If the coin himself was relying, he was seeing and he was relying on his own. So then, also, Leilidus Negam and Anagoyim is not allowed to see it, until his teacher will teach him all the dinim, how exactly how it looks, via Baki, Bachal Nagoyim, and he'll know, he'll be an expert in all the different types of Nagoyim and what their names are, what they're called. Benigay, Adam, Kulan, all the Nagoyim which have to do with people, Benigay, Begadim, all the Nagoyim which have to do with clothing, Benigay, Batim, all the Negoyim, which have to do with houses. Clothing and houses, we didn't even learn yet. Clothing will be in Yudalit, Tezbov, and Tezayin. And uh, housing will be in Yudalit, Tezbov, and Tezayin. Just to note that the Kesev Mishnah brings down in the name of the Rosh, that here, and which he brings down from Teres Koinim, that this that it says over here, that a Koyin Shaita, the, the Chochem can tell him what to say, and he'll say, it, we're not really talking about a, a, a strict... Uh, literal meaning of a shait is somebody is totally not mentally competent. It means someone who's in relevance to this chacham who's a bakin, in a goyim, in relevance to him, he's a shait. But it has to be, so, uh, uh, it has to be somebody that's cognitive. In other words, even if he's a shait, he has to be cognitive and understand what you're telling him. It can't be somebody who's totally incompetent. However, Maeser Koyach brings down, according to the Toysvis and Gemara Shvuas, that the Kavon is Mamish, a Koyin Shaita Mamish. He doesn't have to understand what you tell him. But, uh, for, but when you look at the Ramam's word, it's Mashma, according to like, like the, the Kesev Mishnah says. Aloha Gimel. Koyin Shetimei Esatohar, a Koyin that, in a not proper way, he was supposed to. To say the person's pure, but he said the person's impure. Oitias had told me the opposite. Somebody was supposed to be impure. He said he's pure. Layasa klum. So his his uh, ruling is nothing. Shenemar says Tomehu v'time hakoyin. Tarhu v'tira hakoyin. We learn from this psukim that the koyin can only purify somebody who's pure, and only can only get impure and make someone impure if he is impure. Mitzayda shenirpa and mitzayda that got healed from his 
leprosy from Mr. Ra's, whether it was after quarantine or whether it was after his decisive state of Tumah, even if it took him a couple of years till he healed, uh, even a couple of years after he healed, even if he healed, he still remains Tumah, even if years pass by. Until the coin will proclaim him to be pure. So the Ramam is here in this period going through the facilitation when he becomes pure, when he becomes impure. And here we see that even if a guy has it all disappeared, all his simon and tumma, it doesn't help. He has to wait till the coin says he's tar. A coin cannot be metamed if someone has a, a behera, someone has a nega, till he'll actually see with his own eyes the nega and this healthy skin around it. So too he cannot purify him until his, his eyes will look at the place of the nega and the place of the skin which is around it. The coin should also nega with chila, the same coin that saw the person the nega originally. Who should He's the same coin that is meant to inspect it at the end of the first or second week. But who should and that's the one who will tell him to be quarantined. Or machlita, you tell him that he's tamei. or will tell him that he's tar. What happens if that koyin is not here anymore? He passed away. Or became ill and he cannot come to see the nega. So then another koyin can see it. But the second koyin cannot uh, declare him to be impure due to a spreading. Why? Because how would the second one know if it spread or not? He never saw it before. Only the first person that saw it could know if it spread. The coin that saw the nega is, is believed to say this nega spread or this nega did not, did not spread. Say a love on them as a and the coin is believed to say that this white hair came before the Beheres and therefore it's not Tommy, and with this, it's not a simon Tuma, or this Beheres came before the say a love and it is Tommy. Aloha, hey, we know what a cholol is, we learned this already a long time ago. A cholol is a koyin that is not in a state of, 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 of his being a koyin because he's born from a forbidden marriage. His mother was either a divorcee or, or she was a giyaris. In any case, she was a zaina. In other words, if she was a giyaris, she was the same as a zaina. And uh, yeah, or she was a halala. Basically, he is uh, coming from this father as a koyin, but he is not a koyin. He's a cholol. He is not able to see negoyim. It says one of his sons, the koyinim. And we dash in the words ha'koyinim bikihunam, when they are in the state of priesthood. But a koyin that has a blemish. And because he has a blemish, he cannot do the avoid in the base of Migdash, that doesn't take away from his priesthood. They are kosher to see the goyim. They are considered koyin. 
Ubalvat Shla Yehi Summa, providing that this Koyin was not blind. Even in one of his eyes, even if he was blind in one eye, he's possible to, to uh, see this uh, this Naga. Even a Koyen that he, his eyesight became weaker, should not see the Goyim Shenemel Cholmare, the Darshan from the words Ene, he has to see with his two, his two eyes. And from Mara, there is to be a pure, a clear sight. Halach above. Ain rain and a goyim. So we don't look at the nega to see if it's tummy or tohar. Except by day, only by day. Bein lahaskir, bein lahachlet, whether we're going to for the first time to see if it needs to quarantine or we're going already after two weeks or to, to be metame. Bein lifter. Or whether after two weeks they say he's Torah, in any case of Negoyim, who Oimer, it says in the Torah, Bayoim. It says when the Pesach, Bayoim, Uvayoim, it's Mash Yadavke by day and not by night. Now, even though it says Bayoim, which means the whole day, but nevertheless, they wouldn't see the whole day. They wouldn't see not in the first three hours of the morning and not in the last three hours of the afternoon. And they would not see inside a house. And not on a cloudy day. Because the color white, which is, which is not so strong, which really should be tar, will look more strong. And not in the sixth and seventh hour of the day. Because then, if you, when it's so sunny outside, even a strong color will look lighter. So, so what, what, what does it leave it to us? What does that leave it to us? Not the first three hours, not the last three hours, not the middle two hours. So what do we have? So when could you see the Negoim? In the fourth and fifth hour of the day. In the eighth and the ninth hour of the day. Both by the saras of a person, or of clothing, or of homes. Any day of the week, Negoim can be seen. Except Shabbos and Yamtiv, you don't see Negoim on Shabbos and Yamtiv. What happens if the seventh day of the quarantine? Happens to be on Shabbos, they started quarantining on Sunday, so the seventh day is Shabbos. Oh, it'd be Yomtev, or the seventh day was on Yomtev. So, what do you do? We push it further. From Shabbos, we push it to Sunday. This can work out for the benefit or for the disadvantage of the party involved. It could be a situation where if he would have been seen by the Koyin on the seventh day, which is Shabbos, he would have been pronounced Tomei because he had a Simon Tumah. And then when it comes Sunday, the Simon Tumah go away. And when, when he shows it to the Koyin, the Koyin tells him, you're good to go. The opposite can also be that if he would have shown it on Shabbos, it would have been Tahar. But the next day, he already developed Simon Tumah. And we don't 
We don't uh, take that in consideration. We only look at it how it is on the day after Shabbos when we look at it. It doesn't matter what it looked like the day before. A chosen that's in his seven days of marriage after he got married, the Shevet Brachas. We give him the seven days of his wedding parties and he does not have to show to the Koyan in those seven days. So too, if, if Nega showed up on his clothing or on his home, they're not looked at until after the Sheva Brachas. So too, every person on Yom Tiv, we don't look at his Nega on Yom Tiv, we give him the entire Yom Tiv, like it says in the Torah regarding the Nega of a house, it says, that before the coin sees the house, he tells them to empty out the house. Because if he says, Tomei, everything inside will become Tomei. If the Torah was careful and it waited, that he should be able to take out his own personal things, which are nothing to do with the mitzvah. And, 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 and they shouldn't become Tomei. We don't want to make the person have uh, extra problems. mitzvah, much more so when it comes to a mitzvah, the simcha of shavuot or the mitzvah of Yom Tiv, that uh, we push off and we don't look at the nega. Halachates. girin. We don't quarantine. V'loy machlitin, and we don't define to be tummy. V'loy poitin, we don't. Say Tahar. Except either on the day that he appears to the coin the first time, or on the seventh day of his quarantine, which is the end of the first week, or on the thirteenth day, which is the seventh day of the second quarantine. According to the Nega that he quarantine for two weeks, he would see it on the 13th day. Why the 13th day? Two weeks. Ask any kid, it's 14 days. Because the seventh day counts for the last day of the first week and the first day of the second week. So it, it sort of counts for both weeks, that, that seventh day. So, in all cases, it's uh, the first day, the seventh day, or the thirteenth day. Aloha Yud, Amos Girin. So, we don't quarantine this new nega that a person developed. If the guy is already being quarantined for a nega in the middle of the days of quarantine, he discovered another nega. So, you don't quarantine him again. You don't even state that he is Tomei. In the days that he is quarantined, if he developed a simon that he's Tomei, and you don't say Tomei to a person that's already Tomei, if he developed a second Nega, if he's already definitely Tomei, you don't quarantine him again for another Nega, if he developed another Nega, which is proper, which would be the proper case to quarantine him if he didn't have a Nega. So we don't quarantine him. 
What happens if he originally had two negoyim? And he saw both of them before he said any ruling. So then the coin can tell him at one time, This one you've got to be quarantined for. This one you're The opposite. This one is tummy. This one makes quarantine. Whether it's beginning or the end of the first week. Whether the end of the second week. So this is talking about a guy who came to the Koyan to show Tunegoyim, not at one time, like the Raman says at the beginning of this sentence, he says, a person came with Tunegoyim, and didn't see him both at once. He saw one, and then he saw the other, but he didn't say yet the Psaq. So this the Raman is saying now, the end of the halacha, you don't look at Tunegoyim at once, both, even if it's two people, you don't look at two people at the same time. Even one person, you don't look at two of one person at the same time. Because it says, You can only look at one nega at a time. No multitasking. Okay? A person that had saras, he came to a koyin. The koyin should see the nega. The koyin shouldn't give him the runaround. Don't say, come back later, I'm busy now. He has to immediately see it. If two people came to see, first he sees the first guy, first come, first serve. This is where it comes from. And he tells the guy, you're quarantining. He tells him, you're potter. He tells him, you're tummy. Then he going to go and look at the second guy one at a time. So basically, it's first come, first serve. There's no 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 uh, no skipping the line. The coin does not have to go looking underneath the armpit of this person that came to him, or between his testicles, or in the, under his folds. Maybe there's over there a nega. The only way the coin can see, if it's not hidden, that uh, he has to look. When a person became totally white. How should a person stand before a coin? Who, if he is a man, so he stands before the coin when he's naked. The talking about, by the way, not, not everyone who comes to show a nega has to get naked. We're talking about a guy who has a nega in a certain place. Uh, Understandable. He doesn't have to get totally undressed. Or if he's coolly loving. The I made, and he, he, he let's say he has a neg in a certain place that's more private. So he has to stand like a person that is hoeing. In other words, when a person hoes, he stands on the ground with his feet uh, uh, slightly apart, and then he also like sort of like bends over a little bit. You know, when he sticks out his arm a little bit. So that's how he has to stand. If he has a nega under his armpit, so he has to stand as if he is picking uh, olives. And if the coin could see it in such a way, then he's then he's tummy. If not, not. Doesn't have to lift totally and then show him his total armpit. If it is a woman that's standing before the coin nearest, Aruma, if she has a nega between her legs, between her thighs, so she doesn't have to stand and the coin should see when she's standing with the feet apart. She sits on the floor and she is 
like someone who is kneading dough. So her feet are slightly apart, not totally apart. And so therefore, not necessarily does the coin have to see the whole, the whole area. And if he can't see, doesn't that, that's it. The is but if she has a, a, a nega underneath her breast, so then the coin will see her as she is in a state of nursing her son, which she, she re- re- reveals a little bit of a breast. But if, but if whatever can be seen is fine, she doesn't have to lift up the, any areas or reveal any areas that he can't see naturally. I was thinking the same thing. And if she is, and if she is, has an, a neg under her armpit, she's, then she, she has to be like someone who's, uh, who's weaving. Um, she lifts up her right hand. Until the right armpit is actually visible. If the nega is seen in such a state, so then, but under her left armpit, she never has to reveal. If it's not seen in such a state, they don't have to, uh, no problem. The same way that a person is seen to see if there's an egg, so too the coin the checks him to see if he was shaved after he became better. If you cannot see here in his flesh, which is revealed, when a person standing like he's hoeing or like he's picking olives, like when a lady sitting on the ground, like we explained, then the teglachas, the shaving is kosher. The coin doesn't have to look, search elsewhere. Maybe this here, even though it's necessary to shave everywhere. Like will be explained later in Perek Yud Olives.